Which one is this, by the way? <laughs> no, it's a great start. I'm going cool. Uh, Twenty-nine. <laughs> All right, hey everybody, Ape It Podcast number twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. So, how's it going today? Good. Good. Yeah. Just had my lunch. Refreshing. But do they sponsor us yet? Are you working oh, on hey. that? Are you working on that? <laughs> product, a little product placement? I should. That's funny. You'll send them an invoice, right? <laughs> right. Like, what the heck is this for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a good idea. We could just send them an invoice. Right. Podcast sponsorship. They might just pay some, it. <laughs> there was someone that actually did that. They sent out invoices to bigger companies, and they were, they were getting checks back. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Who's that guy? <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's Josh. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Good. Good. Josh is one of our interns. That's one of our cool oh, things hey, that happened lately. <laughs> That's why he's been here? Yeah. 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 We're recording, by the way, so. But it's fine. It's cool. <laughs> I like, we do it all the time. Yeah, we got Yeah, we got Josh, and we got Sarah, and we got uh, Sam. So we're going to do a little, we'll do a little press release blog post soon. Yeah. So if you're interested. I think we should do a podcast coming up with just the three of them. That'd be fun. Maybe the next one, number right. 30. Right. Number 30, we should have the interns on. I like it. Talk, we can talk about the experience and what they're working on. That would be really cool. I know. That's why oh, I said wow. it. <laughs> you're so full of ideas. I know. You're an idea guy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we'll cut to the chase. So today, we were talking about what are we, we going to talk about this week. And we felt this is maybe fitting because... We've been working with a few clients lately on some larger integrated marketing campaigns, mm-hmm. um, and which is which is included. And in the past, we've talked a lot about. Um, well, we had a whole episode, I believe, about talking about uh, digital not being considered separate. I think I think we even find ourselves sometimes still calling it that as like a right. subsection, but you know, but not not separating, but calling it marketing in general. Um, mm-hmm. And when we say that, you know, some of the, the, the mediums uh, the, and the tactics, which might include television, et cetera, and digital. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in our case, uh, we're also talk about that more that inbound philosophy. So we've had a couple of these campaigns now where, where, where we have this big, it's a, it's a big, fully integrated branding campaign uh, for a couple of clients uh, where we're, we're we found that television is still relevant for their respective area. Mm-hmm. Radio, even um, big piece. We're also going to maybe branch off into some other things like Spotify and etc. But um, so we said today we talk about well, what what is the role of outbound in an inbound kind of methodology when we talk about some of these campaigns. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, instead of splitting digital and other types of marketing, we're kind of just integrating them together. It's all integrated, which you know. It's, you know, people have heard integrated marketing campaign, which usually means all of that. Um, I think from this this point of view, it'd be more or less when we talk about inbound and that kind of methodology, mm-hmm. um, how those fit. Uh, I think first to maybe uh, really quick talk about inbound. Um, you know, those that's where we're, where we've talked in the past, and in the in the past we've talked about the uh, the, the buyer's journey and the funnel. If you remember that, I, I do. We've talked about that before, I believe. I thought we did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the past year or so, um, so we work closely with HubSpot, um, which uh, it's a great platform. And they're the ones that kind of uh, coined that whole kind of methodology um, towards the funnel. And about a year ago, they they changed it. 
and Jeff Bezos at Amazon actually and Amazon folks originally are the ones that started this kind of ideal and, and HubSpot's kind of adopted it and made it their own uh, which is the idea of the flywheel and I think we on our website we've, we've had a couple blog posts mm-hmm. uh, we have a great flywheel worksheet um, for those that might be thinking about how does this work within my organization um, so that's on our website as well but they, they shifted the idea from the funnel to, to the flywheel, and the flywheel being, if, if, do you know what a flywheel is? I do. Tell me more about flywheel. You know how to explain it? I would say, very simply, the more energy you put into a flywheel, the more speed and yep. energy gets output. So it's a mechanical kind yeah. of, it's, it's used in a lot of you know, machinery, et cetera. But basically, they, they've used this idea of a circular flywheel from the marketing, sales, and service side of, of your basically your your whole experience with an organization or product, right? Um, and then you use a flywheel from also adopting. So in the funnel before, they talked about um, uh, attracting, converting. Um, I don't remember how it goes anymore. It's been so long. Nurture. Well, yeah, you nurture. And then you at the, well, basically at the end, you have a customer. And at the end of that, that, that specific piece of the funnel, when they become a customer, it's kind of like, well, I guess we're done. They're yeah. a customer now. Like, how do you how do you how do you keep moving that mm-hmm. to a point where it's it's because when you think about it, a lot of times if you have a good experience as a customer, you're going to tell your friends. You're gonna you're gonna want to. You might even want to re-engage, maybe re repurchase, etc. Whatever you're mm-hmm. selling, you're going to have that piece, right? And you also might, depending on the industry, you might branch out and go to different products or different service lines and everything. Right. As well. Right. And so when they adopted the flywheel, the idea is that they're, you know, just because they're a customer doesn't, well, I kind of kicked my thing here for a second. Hey, we're good. <laughs> Sorry. My big, check. my big feet got in the way. My check. Um, no, but we, what, what, what the idea was is that the journey isn't necessarily over. It's now, when you, when you get into more of a customer, now you're in this kind of more of a uh, uh, phase of customer service. How do you keep uh, in touch with those people? How do you... Um, kind of uh, keep that engagement going once they have become a customer. So they they went from down to a three, basically a three prong approach, which is attract, engage, delight, right? And those are all along the marketing, sales, and service sides of this specific circle. We'll put a graphic up when we do this, um, so people can see what we're talking. Yeah, right. We'll put it right in here. <laughs> put it right in there. We'll put it right in there. Right, see you. Um, so when you, when you when you think think about the the flywheel, so the idea there too is all the effort and things you put into get, gaining that customer, you've you've created this kind of energy mm-hmm. that should keep going and probably will keep going if you allow it to. So that's why they picked this idea of the, fu- of the flywheel um, as their ongoing piece. And it really makes sense because it is more of a circular, continuous um, uh, experience, if you will. So that's a really quick, but. No? Did I, did I talk too long? No. No. Okay. Well, that's the flywheel. You can check out more uh, on, your on our website. On our website. And and, uh, and, else, and obviously, if you Google even HubSpot, they have good, good stuff about that as well. So, with that said, inbound with, with the quote-unquote digital side is always included um, landing pages, blogging, social media, email, etc., right? Content offers. Con- well, yeah, which is landing pages. Yeah, content. Developing content, using those those mediums to drive people. Well, first to basically answer the questions that you might be having if you're on Google and you 
um, have a question or something that's challenging you, the idea is that they find that blog post, they click on a call to action, they go to the landing page, they fill out the piece, you nurture them through email, they become a customer, and you keep going, right? Um, today, though, we're talking about the outbound side. How does it fit into that, right? So, outbound, which? TV, yep. radio, yep. print, yep. outdoor. Outdoor. Could be some other things. Yeah. I mean, depending on your, your product, your business, um, would be those things. You might be saying, well, I hear a lot of lately that those are, you know, antiquated ways to reach people. Everything should be quote unquote digital now. Um, it's, and, and there may be a point depending on what you're selling, but I think we found with some of our clients, you know, and, and this could be true with a lot of people is you might be in a, a smaller market where, where you have an older demographic where those are still the ways they, they, they uh, first learn about you or hear your story, right? They might be looking through the newspaper still. They are still around. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be watching TV still, right? Um, radio, I still listen to radio a lot. You know, my, when I come from my house to here and back home, I listen to radio. Yeah. You know, talk radio, but, you know, that's what I like. Um, they have commercials. They have commercials, yeah. Um, so when you, when you think about that, it's like, what, what are, where, how does that fit into that? And I think um, it's a very, very important thing to think about is that not everything is strictly on the digital side. And you can definitely attract um, people through those, those other mediums, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, television does a nice job of um, getting that emotional piece connection, uh, connection going. And, and possibly, and then you think about outdoor, what's outdoor always good for? I think it's more of a branding aspect right. of things or reinforcing the rest of the campaign. Exactly. Print a lot of times goes a little deeper, mm-hmm. um, you know, where if you have seen the television ad or you've heard, an, or even radio can be a little bit more deep, deeper kind of engagement um, when you think about those mediums and how you might first uh, interact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely still builds brand. Um, Maybe some more than others, and basically, ultimately, that's that's that may first thing that, and then based on your call to action, you might be pushing them to the web. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the web, or we know that the web is that is always been a nice place for from that um, measurement standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you think about landing pages and those types of things, you know, maybe you um, use those elements to push them to a very specific landing page where they're getting a little bit deeper. Uh, engagement and maybe if you can gain that email a- uh, address, mm-hmm. you're starting that nurturing piece. You know, um, well, and a lot of the traditional means we've talked about this a little bit with with video is you can repurpose them in a digital world too. So TV and all the video you shoot, you can bring that to YouTube, Vimeo, things like that. Reshare it via social media, put it on landing pages. I mean, we can do all those things. Same with print ads and probably even outdoor. You can throw those on Facebook or uh, Instagram, things like that. So I think that's the way we've been doing it a lot is kind of repurposing or doubling up the efforts on traditional inbound or outbound versus inbound and kind of tying them together. Right. Um, I think your point too with like, like print, I think a lot of times print can be a nice basis to create your, um, if you're doing display ads, you know, because Obviously, a lot of the inbound philosophy is more of an organic kind of um, engagement. 
But uh, we've talked a lot about at some point, even if you're doing strictly an inbound or digital focus, that you're going to have some paid in, in a, to kind of burst outside that bubble. Because mm-hmm. um, you're going to, you know, organic on social, you're still only going to reach your core group of people who follow you. You know, you might get some stri- some people on a little bit outside that based on their interaction, but typically that's that's where you kind of end, and that's where if you got a community started or you've got a group of people that are maybe um, um, already interacting with you, paid and sponsored uh, posts, um, display ads, you know, Google, Bing search ads, those types mm-hmm. of things become extremely helpful to help mm-hmm. um, break through it to to a different different. Uh, segment of people that maybe have never interacted with or heard of you before. So. Right. I think a lot of those ads that you're talking about too remind me somewhat of the billboards or outdoor because the message is usually simplified so much, you know, um, yeah. kind of more of the, the banner ads and things like that. It's such a simplified message compared to a print ad or TV or radio. So I think there's similarities in a lot of that work. Yeah. Well, and, and if you think about it from in a reverse side, even if you started your, your and you first saw this perspective, maybe campaign started online. Now, if you're driving down the road and you see an outdoor board, or you're on the radio, you know, listening on the radio in your car, but you maybe started in the digital side, mm-hmm. there's a, there's that reverse kind of engineered branding piece to it. So it's all branding, it's yeah. all it's all marketing, it's all it's all a great uh, piece. I think to have a successful campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing too with digital sponsored I think is remarketing it becomes a huge piece especially with outbound because mm-hmm. now if you do drive someone online and they visit you once you know now oh I'm gonna follow Phil over here now what? yeah a little ad here click on me now where I go oh I'm gonna go over here and check out this oh there's right. an ad <laughs> I saw this before uh, it makes me think of the mattress companies the mattress companies yeah, oh yeah yeah uh, they, Whenever you're looking they for do a mattress, really well. do they? It's really annoying. Right, right. <laughs> the way they do it. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I agree. <laughs> That's right. You were looking for a mattress lately, didn't you? That's all I see in every feed of every social platform. The Caspers and Purples. Yeah, and it's not just one of them. It's like twelve different brands. The, Nexers, the Caspers, the Purples, the Zenus. Yeah. That's a lot of beds. Right. How do you pick just one? I don't know. Anyway, so. um, Is that another sponsorship? I think so. (laughs) Well, Subway. Yeah. Subway called and we answered. No, we didn't. Uh, So anyway, so again, when you think about um, some of those those things that maybe have always been there, they're very, very more, they're probably a lot more important than maybe we've maybe given them um, credit for in the past. Yeah. Um, I think with the rise of, of people switching to digital and, and, and realizing the, the power of it um, the last bunch of years, it's easy to maybe forget those other things. But I think, again, I, and I think for us, it's just about geographic location and maybe the demographic being a little older, it still makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. if we were in a much younger community, we probably wouldn't even consider that stuff because those aren't the places that, that those people are. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why the persona development before we start a lot of these campaigns is so important. Who are we trying to reach, and and where? Right. Who who are who are those? You know, and everyone's heard this before. Well, who's the target audience? You know, and that's basically what we're doing is creating these personas. Because a lot of times it's it's there's a lot of different personas to to consider. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's always that kind of sweet spot, but you know, where where do you, especially when some of the industries where you know like 
banking and healthcare. You're going to have you run kind of the gamut here of, of ages mm -hmm. um, and maybe behaviors and things that they're looking for. So you kind of have to hold those personas up to each of those respective people and say, does this work work for them? Right. Is this going to actually attract them? Is it going to engage with them? Is it you know? And then even the delight side of things, like we just talked about, you know, once they are customers. There's that to even consider. You know, mm -hmm. what is what is that content? What's that that beyond piece that's going to keep them um, engaging and be, becoming brand loyal with you? You know, so so it's actually pretty pretty darn important. Pretty 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 pretty. So that's the gist of it. I thought it was important because, like, like I said, we've been doing a lot of that lately. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was kind of a, a, a good topic to discuss because. I think I think a lot of people sometimes are like, well, I don't know. Should I still be doing television? Should I only be doing stuff online? I don't know. You know. Yeah. That's where we come in. Well, if all goes to plan, this rest of the summer, late summer, we'll be hopefully creating all this content and yeah. all the all these uh, these campaigns, and then hopefully in the fall and early winter, we can share it with the world, and then you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, how it all works together. It's going to be busy. It's going to be. You ready for this? I am. You ready for this? How, how's your summer yeah. going, by the way? My summer. A lot of baseball. A lot of baseball out there. Yeah? Yeah. Mowed my lawn once. You? Baseball lawns. Yeah. Yeah. Coming here. Baseball lawns. <laughs> Take care of the baseball fields more than my own lawn, that's right, for sure. Right. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think definitely next one. Let's let's talk. Let's get the interns on next one. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, and uh, see what they have to say. We're also got them very, working on some very specific projects that I think we haven't really talked a whole lot about ourselves. So it'd be kind of a fun kind of maybe get to know those things and and, uh, and yeah. where those are going and what the what what the the group's working on. So that'd be kind of fun. Plus, you won't have to look at us next time. Just a little bit. No. Unless we put them on and we could ask them questions or yeah, some yeah, questions yeah. like a Q&A. That'd yeah. be fun. Josh, what do you think of that? I think a Q&A would be pretty decent. All right. Pretty here. So. Q&A. Q&A next time. All right. Take care. See ya. I don't know why we both pointed. That's our new thing. Yeah. <laughs>